Museo Mondays with Kyan and Jade talking all things music starting in 3, 2, 1 Hello and welcome to the first episode of Museo Monday. You're joined with Kyan and Jade. And in this week's episode, it is Montero Day. So we're going to bring you all the latest deets on Lil Nas X's album. We're going to be talking about the history of Montero, you know, giving you a bit of background on who he is as a person, how he came to get the album out. And we're going to be talking about some controversies to do with a pregnancy, which is interesting. And we're going to be letting you know about what songs we think are the best on the album. If you were on social media last week, there was this awesome stream right before the album came out. I don't know if you mm. got to see that. I didn't get to see it, but I heard a lot about it and I read a lot of articles about it. Bit of controversy there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, the uh, live stream was like this game show. It was really cool. Uh, and then at the end of it, his water broke while on the game show. Oh. <laughs> And he got transported to the hospital and he gave birth to the album. And the weirdest part was like the album was like slowly coming up between his legs and he picks it up. (laughs) And he goes, oh, it's already Grammy nominated. And then gives it a kiss. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's crazy. He's got the craziest publicity stunts I've ever seen. He's probably one of the most weirdly creative artists at the moment. Like, I definitely said that's... Something um, to talk about. Um, And, yeah, I just wanted to go over the controversy in regards to his uh, pregnancy stunt that he's been doing. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't know, um, pregnancy is quite a touchy subject around the world for obvious reasons. Um, And some people really weren't happy with this. Um, Why weren't they happy, though? I think... I don't know. I don't really see an issue, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, look, me either, but I suppose it's also for, like, the people that, like, can't have children, you know, et cetera. There's that um, perspective with it, I guess, and I suppose that's something that everybody has a different perspective on. It's, like I said, a controversy, so everybody's going to have a different opinion Mm -hmm. on it. Alrighty, so let's get into the history and how he has come to where he is now. You know, he's only been making music for three years. Like, are you serious? Like, three years? 100%, three years he's been making music and he's already come up with all of these different ways to promote things. So unique, you don't see it anywhere else. I just think he's doing really well and honestly, I think all of his songs will be in the top ten. Oh, definitely. Like, and you think about that, like, three years and how many artists spend, like, years, like, like 10 plus years to even just break out into the mainstream hits. And he's done that. Mm-hmm. And what was, when was Old Town Road released? Like, 2019? 2019, yeah. So, basically, he created that song. And a um, bit of a fun fact as well, um, his song, Old Town Road, actually holds the record for longest running number one in US Billboard history. Oh, my gosh. And he hasn't even been doing it. So, that would have been when he first started making music. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently it cost him 50 bucks to make the song. 50 bucks? Should we just make a song? How? <laughs> Can we make a song? <laughs> there's a will, there's a way, I guess. Uh, with that song, he really did take two of music's like most diverse genres. We've got rap and country, and you don't really see them going together much, but he made it work. And I think he's just amazingly brilliant. He's got such a great album that's out now. Clearly where Lil Nas X stands. Let's just admit it right here, right now. (laughs) (laughs) So that song was released in 2019 and after that he went a bit quiet for a bit. Everyone thought he was just a one-hit wonder. Not going to hear from him ever again. Until now when we have a full album. I know. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. 
We've been waiting since 2019 for him to drop a full album. He's finally done it. And let's talk about the promoting of this one a bit. I feel like he's done this album drop completely flawlessly as well. 100%. Not a thing wrong with it. Everything was planned so precisely. Even the pregnancy, the the billboards that we're going to get into in a minute. Everything was just so... Oh, perfectly done. I'm inspired. Very inspired by him. So the lead up to his new album, it was pretty insane. He pulled so many different promotions, publicity stunts, everything. And did you know he actually had billboards all around LA? Yes, I saw a few of them on his Instagram and oh my gosh, like when I... Some of them are really funny. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I really enjoy watching his content because of how much of a troll he is on social media. Oh, yeah, definitely. So entertaining, like <laughs> all of it. So several billboards did pop up around LA and they all had really funny messages on them. So obviously he's playing into that. I'm still young. Nothing can hurt me. You know, still a funny guy and he's really relating to everyone. That's who his audience is. He really knows that, which is good. Um, each billboard had large black lettering with one of the four questions. Number one, do you hate Lil Nas X? (laughs) Number two, are you single, lonely and miserable? (laughs) Number three, was just gay? (laughs) Fair enough. I mean, gay? Gay? Montero? (laughs) And number four was, do you miss the real America? What does he mean by real America? Because, like, I feel like we'll get into a little bit in what I'm kind of foreshadowing. We'll get into Mm. that a little bit later. He's done so much, like, publicity on this album. Like, as you would, obviously, it's your debut album. Mm. And there's been so much hype around him because of all the shocking stuff. We say shocking with connotation marks, obviously, um, to conservative um, individuals. Like, for example, like, he went and did the Montero music video where the infamous music video where he went and worked on Satan's lap. Um, (laughs) And then with Industry Baby, he was then doing a naked shower dance. Um, So very, very um, shocking. I have to agree. I think he has probably the most insane music videos I've ever seen. They're all just so... You don't expect anything that comes from them. But that's the good thing. Because if you think about it, you expect the unexpected with him and it's so entertaining. Because you're just going, okay, I don't know what to expect with him. What's going to come next? And then all of a sudden, bam, he just throws that on you. Mm. Amazing. Do you ever think that he'll stop, like, giving us exciting things like this? Well, I don't know, because if you think about it, like, is he going to run out of things? That's what I was thinking. (laughs) You've got to run out eventually, right? Like, what's next, an alien baby? (laughs) (laughs) And then we'll we'll see that coming. (laughs) He already had a baby. I mean, I've kind of predicted that now, haven't I? Who knows what he's going to do? Who knows? That's probably the good thing, though. Keeps us guessing. Exactly. So it keeps people following and listening and stuff like that. And all around, he's an icon, as Wendy Williams would say. He's an icon. <laughs> he's a legend. He is the moment. <laughs> oh, Wendy Williams. Oh, we're going to love her. <laughs> Alrighty. So we've listened to the full album and I feel like we've done the hard yards for you. Although, like we say hard yards, it's not very hard. Um, I've listened to the album probably about 10 times. <laughs> I'm like, where do you find the time? Um, I actually don't know. <laughs> I think you need a hobby, man. <laughs> this is my hobby. It's oh, my life. Alrighty. Say <laughs> it's just less. Montero. So favorite songs from the album. Have you got a personal favorite? Like if you if I had to say to you right now, you could only listen to one song off of Montero for oh. the rest of your life, what would you listen to? Oh no. I'm gonna be thinking for days now. I don't know. I li- I really like Industry Baby. I know it's kind of it's, it's kind of weird to say that because it was one of the first ones we got to hear from the album and now we've got so many more, but 
Oh, wow, I'm sticking with it. I love Industry Baby. Yeah, and as well, it's like an iconic song. It brought out so many good conversations into the media, all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, great, great song. So, obviously, the three songs that were dropped before the album came out was Montero, mm. Sun Goes Down, and Industry Baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved all of them. All of them sound completely different, completely different vibe. Uh, my personal favourite, I mean, I've got three because I couldn't choose one. I'm sorry. Sorry to do that, TJ. <laughs> wow. One job. <laughs> she had one job. All right. <laughs> so, um, like, you know, one of them that was my favourite was uh, Scoop um, mm. featuring Doja Cat. Um, and the reason why it's my favourite is because um, definitely a TikTok song. I can definitely see this becoming like a viral dance video on TikTok kind of thing. Super cashy and because Doja Cat's on it. <laughs> Of course. (laughs) Um, Dead Right Now, like all of these songs, what I might add, is all of these songs, they sound really different. Like I've listened to a few albums and like artists and you listen to them, you're like, oh, all their music sounds the same. It feels like I'm listening to completely different albums to each of these songs. Yeah. And that's like what I like about it. I feel like that really put how I was feeling into words because it was like I liked every single song but I didn't feel like they fit in an album but I did and they all went so well together but they didn't but they were still so good it's very confusing yes yeah, so um if you don't know we are like producers so like we produce audio and stuff like that for a living so um I just want to point out one thing the transition between the songs oh stop it <laughs> another favorite of mine was dead right now um Great vibes. It's one of those songs you can, like, chuck on around your mates and everybody will kind of, like, vibe to it. Um, But if you have time and listen to the lyrics, because I know some people don't listen to lyrics of the songs, um, it tells about the story of his rise to fame, all that kind of stuff. Really, really cool. A little bit dark, but, you know. Some of the biggest songs have, like, the darkest lyrics. Yeah. Like, Pumped Up Kicks. That's another story for another day. (laughs) (laughs) And my third one was Sun Goes Down. And the reason why I chose Sun Goes Down was because of how unique it is compared to the whole entire album. Mm-hmm. Completely different vibe in itself. Like, I remember when it very first came out because it was one of the songs that came out before the album did. Yeah. Uh, I had it on repeat. A little bit sad. But basically, he's talking to his younger self and reflecting on his struggles with, like, bullying, coming to terms with his sexuality. Yes, I've done my research, which is why I know this. <laughs> so do you, like, have two other favourites? <laughs> I liked... Don't Want It. And that's the one with the iconic music video. I remember Don't Want It. Um, Yeah, actually, yeah. I remember when that came out on Friday. Oh, my gosh. It was absolutely iconic. Um, People have been, like, tweeting about it all over the weekend. It's been so good. And uh, somebody said it was, like, showcasing the beauty of black queer love or something like that. Yeah, it's very explicit. But not as explicit as, like, dancing naked in a jail cell. Can't really watch that in front of your boss sort of explicit. It was like, you wouldn't watch it in front of your boss. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. You shouldn't watch this with your boss at all. (laughs) I'm just saying it's, like, less intense but more. It's still not safe for work, but, like, it's kind of safe for work. It's, yeah. It's hard to explain. You just got to watch it. You just have to watch it. Yeah. 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 It's it's one of those things we have to watch it. (laughs) You've got to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you have any other, like, favourites you listen to the album? I liked Am I Dreaming. 
Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that's the last song on the album. Oh, that one was featuring uh, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's yes. Um, there was a song featuring Elton John and I was listening and I couldn't actually hear any of Elton's vocals. Apparently he's only on the piano. Oh, that makes sense because yeah. there was a lot of pianos in there. I was like, oh. Another thing I did want to bring up, mm. um, there was this awesome article that I saw just when doing some like research. Um, there was this article about Lil Nas X and how he is revolutionising hip hop. Mm. Um, and, like, three main things of the article that stood out to me. Um, the first one is quite, like, a thing that's been around for ages. I remember Kanye West actually spoke about this in an interview. So it's, like, homophobia in the rap and hip-hop community. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the interview with Kanye West and he's, like, you know, talking about, like, being gay is, like, n- like negative things, all that kind of stuff. Everybody in hip-hop discriminates against gay people. To me, like, that's one of the standards of hip-hop. And, like, I just wanted to, like, ask you a question. Can you name five gay or LGBTIQ plus rappers? Um... I can only name, like, one besides Lil Nas X. I don't... I don't know. Tyler, the creator, is the only person that came to mind for Oh, me. yeah, that's a good one. Nah, can't really think of any. Crazy, right? So, I feel like the hip-hop community does have a long way to go, but Lil Nas X is helping change that. 100%. He's making a pathway for anyone who wants to become into rap but feels like they can't. Exactly. It's like Nicki Minaj did the same thing. Could be a controversial thing there, but Nicki Minaj did the same thing for female rappers. Like, how like how many female rappers, like, really, really, like, massive mainstream female rappers were there before Nicki Minaj? I probably couldn't even list them. I could say Iggy Azalea just because she was Australian. And she's and not cool. Nicki Minaj was before Iggy Azalea. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's embarrassing. Ooh, how rude. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Nikki. <laughs> that's a little bit controversial at the moment considering she's, like, cancelled by, like, the media and the world. But anyways. Yeah. Um, another thing, you know, going back to the whole Lunar's ex's love for doing crazy stuff, like shocking stuff, twerking on Satan's lab, dancing naked in a shower. Mm. And something else he also did talk quite a few times like it was mentioned he was talking about like when he started off his career he wanted to like please everybody and my favorite line that he said was people pleasers never become legends oh my god i want that on my tombstone i know right <laughs> i'll get, get a tattoo <laughs> <laughs> people pleasers never become legends yeah because they never stand out they never do anything to be unique because they're mm. always just trying to be worried about pleasing others yeah I get that. It's like how many just normal female guitar singers do you know? So many. There's none that actually stand out. And he stands out in the rap like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, he stands out like a bloody sore thumb, but like (laughs) in a good way. Yeah, definitely a good way. I don't know if you saw the VMAs when he, like, accepted his award. He was like, you know, hooray for the gay agenda. And I was like, you know, good on you, mate. (laughs) Good on you. So there are 15 tracks on this, and it's all about his real life. So he talks about from the summer that he slept on his sister's floor to buying a new house with a couple of anchors. That's actually a quote from a song. And he's also navigating his sexuality, insecurities, and the critics who actually wrote him off as a one-hit wonder. He's kind of saying, like, F you to all of them. He's back. Full album. As he should. Mm. Like, um, that. oh, yeah, that reminds me of that one lyric in Industry Baby. It was like, I haven't fallen off because I haven't released my new shit or something like that. Oh, yeah. I know the line you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Along those lines. Do you ever get when people are releasing an album and you have, like, those first few little songs they release and you think, okay, well, they're obviously the best songs on the album, so... Why even bother listening to the rest? They've given me the best songs. Why would they give us those songs if they didn't want us to be excited? I thought that when I heard Little Nas X's like first few songs that they released and then 
when you listen to the album, it's just not like that. <laughs> Every single song is just so good. I don't know. Yeah, like um, Pultiful Doja Cat. Like, I remember when Doja Cat's album came out, like, none of the songs are skippable. Same with Lil Nas X's. Like, that's the best compliment I reckon you can give somebody. Because, you know, like, you're listening to songs, you're like, oh, I'll skip that, go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've heard the part that I want to hear. Yeah. I vibe to it for a bit, time to skip it. <laughs> None of these songs are skippable. Mm-hmm. All of them, great vibe, completely different. And my favourite thing is when they tell a story. Yeah, it's always the best. Tell me a good story. I don't know if that's just because, like, I'm a child at heart <laughs> and want to be told, like, a bedtime story, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> Tell your story with some instruments behind it, a bit of beat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, you know, old McDonald had a farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know. I feel like music is, like, one of the most beautiful art forms in the world. So, overall, what's your thoughts on the album? I love it. I think it's 11 out of 10. If I could go higher, I would, but... I feel like it's pretty generous. Every single one is so good. You won't skip them. You listen to it from start to finish. That's obviously how, as you said earlier, the transitions are good because you're listening all the way to the end of that song because it's just so unskippable. Oh, my gosh. I remember I I was listening to it and it was... Oh, just the perfect transitions. You know, there's like this trend on TikTok where they've got like the, they put like two songs to ne- next to each other and it's like the amazing transition of them. Mm. Um, I know Billie Eilish did a similar thing on her album, but Lil Nas X did it better. Sorry, Billie. <laughs> <laughs> Cancelling Billie on her first episode. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Like the album is so entertaining and like just it's just so good like it evokes so many emotions and like a great song to vibe to all of them like definitely something you can put on in a road trip like download it take it with you definitely something you can listen to over and over again and considering i've listened to it probably about 10 times uh (laughs) all day at work today i was messaging jade and i was like i'm obsessed and she was like yeah You know, I just can't wait for all of the music videos to come out. I know, like, I wonder if he's going to release music videos for every single um, song. Because, you know, like, they don't always do that. They kind mm. of always just do it for, like, the, like the lead ones, singles, yeah. as you would call them. Um, but we've got them all. We don't have one for Sun Goes Down, I don't think. I haven't seen one. I think just... Um, I think it's only in Visualizer. So, yeah. Mm. But we got one for the so- your favourite song. Um, but, yeah, I'm keen. mm Came to see all the different vibes, and I'm really excited for his future. I feel like he's definitely going to be around for a long time. He's definitely solidified himself into the music industry, made a name for himself. Oh, 100%. And he's only around our age anyway. I know, he's what got the hell? So much more music to okay, do. <laughs> question. Yeah. When you see like really successful people that are our age, do you go like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> you know, I wasn't ex- expecting this question today, <laughs> and I don't appreciate it. It's going to get real deep for a second. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yes, all the time, every time I'm looking up something. Like the kid Leroy, and he was like 19. Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo. Tay McRae. You got to stop naming people, man. (laughs) I'm just getting sad. (laughs) You're going to cry yourself to sleep tonight. Well, honestly, for my age and like where I'm at, everything, I think I'm pretty successful obviously i'm no little Nas x or olivia rodrigo <laughs> or like, olivia rodrigo i suppose then it also comes into it like not comparing yourself to others kind of thing but it's so hard when there's like 16 17 19 and you're like oh cool i'm in my 20s and <laughs> what do i have 
A cup? <laughs> you got two, actually. I know. I'm bougie. <laughs> I've got one. I'm poor. Um, <laughs> hi. <laughs> uh, but no, but like, I think not comparing yourself to others is good. Mm. Yeah. But comparing albums is good. Mm-hmm. Which is why we're here. These are Mondays. Yep. <laughs> That's us. If you've enjoyed our podcast today, you can find our episodes on wherever you want to listen to your podcast. Spotify, Apple Music are the two main ones where we are consistently posting. We'll speak to you next week. Goodbye. Muse Mondays with Kyan and Jade.